It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. And remember, folks, your mom did not make that casserole. No, Freddy did. Freddy Spaghetti. Freddy Dot Spaghetti. Uh, at Freddy Dot Spaghetti. Uh, SoundCloud, TikTok, Instagram, all the good stuff. Thank you guys for joining us on the 13th episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. Uh, we got a fun one today, uh, as always. Uh, make sure to check us out on Patreon.com slash Bucket of Beef Show. Bucket of Beef Show. Uh, yes, sir. It's only uh, $4 a month, and uh, we're watching some horror movies over there. We just finished Jeepers Creepers. Uh, our next one is Midsummer, right? Yes. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yes. That's what I thought. Hello? Our computer just came to life, dude. <laughs> Why did it say that's what I thought? Why is it trying to start it a kinda fight? It kind of knew. It kind of, like, knew where it was going. Okay. Anyway, uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Tell me about your life. My life? Yeah. Things are going a little slow right now, working through some things. Okay. It's all good. Yeah. What about you? I'm not doing too bad. That's good. Too bad. Uh, I started a new job, so lots of the hours are changing, and uh, I work very late and very early at the same time. Nice. Which is really good, really exciting. Uh, What's our first movie we're doing today? The first movie that we are going to be talking about is really a true classic in filmmaking. It is Nickelodeon Studios Nacho Libre. Nacho, Nacho. You want to take away the uh, the synopsis for for our good old Nacho Libre? Uh, yeah. Actually, no. I want you to do this one. I want to do Stand by Me. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, great. Um, our story begins at a small town in Mexico. I can't remember the name of this town. Our story follows. Uh, a, a young rascal by the name of Nacho, who is born an orphan, raised as a friar, but has dreams of being a famous luchador wrestler. Will he be able to balance his faith and his love for the game? <laughs> Will he be able to inspire the little ones? Can he, uh, can he convince, uh, Steven to, uh, to trust in the Lord instead of science? Damn. We will see. It's crazy that they're trying to balance religion in a, in a children's movie I think like it was great. I think, like, and I was talking to Alex about this when we were watching this. They, they, I feel like they don't make children's movies like this anymore. Not at all. Like, it, one, just with the amount of care that they put into the overall vibe of the movie. I love this, the shots of the movie. It's, it's, it's shot really simply, but it's very pleasing. It's pleasing. It kind of has like subtle like Wes Anderson vibes almost. It does. It and like the boxy does. kind of format that they frame some of their scenes. And just the dryness of it too. Yeah. Also, Mike White helped write the script who also wrote The White Lotus. Ooh. Uh, which I think is a fun little fact. That's cool. On this. Um, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on Nacho Libre, Alex? I fucking love Nacho Libre. It was so funny because as a kid and like thinking about it like objectively, like you had to pitch this to a studio and then, like, do test audiences and stuff. And I would feel like this would not pass test screenings with, like, children. Just because, like, the humor is so specific. But it I is. like But, like, like, when I was a kid, I did not like this movie. 
I really didn't. I, I don't think I'd ever watched this movie all the way through, and it's because I think I didn't like it that much when I was a kid. Yeah. and then, Like, little, I mean. Like, yeah. when I was, like, six or something. But then, like, you, know? you watch it now, and you're like, this is hilarious. And everyone's acting style is so specific, and just, like... I don't know. It's super, super, super fun. It's really fun. It's got a really special energy to it. Like, I can't think of another, like, children's movie that has, as like, a similar energy. Like, especially for something that's like, um, like, imagine, like, a Disney Channel original movie having this, this type of vibe. This immaculate of a vibe. Not a chance. You not know? a chance. Because the only movie, and it was, it was of the era, and there's some movies that still kind of do it now, but, like, it's very Juno. It's mm-hmm. very Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Um, just there's lots of humor in the quiet moments. You yeah, know and like I mean? no one's ever trying to be funny. You know, yeah. like when like you, you know, in in like kids movies or in in especially like TV movies mm-hmm. that that maybe get a theatrical release or are just on TV. The the humor is very much like this is the joke. This is where you laugh. You know, yeah. but with this, it's just like it just presents the world as it is, and it's up to you to uh, to laugh <laughs> to at your laugh own you enjoyment. Want, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's great, uh, like so many just like simple lines and deliveries. And Jack Black clearly had a lot of fun doing this. It seems like everybody that really took part in this had a lot of fun. I oh, love yeah. the orphans. All the orphans are like so earnest and good. <laughs> Like the kid who just wants a salad or whatever. Yeah. Just Rico from Hannah Montana. D- did you have best. a favorite character? Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Hector. Hector's my favorite. Yeah, Hector's great. I love Hector's glow up. Or Steven. From Steven. Like, His name's Steven. Oh, yeah. Hector's... His real name is Hector. Hector's the guy that played him. Yes. Hector did a wonderful job playing Steven. I love his glow up from like street rat man that subsists off of day old tortilla chips <laughs> that are supposed to go to orphans <laughs> to just like dripped out. Did you tell him they were chips... For the Lord. Yeah. Like, they were the Lord's chips. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's just great. His his go-to move is just a slap, and he slaps so many people. He slaps very well. <laughs> yeah. He's quite good. He's quite good. I wish I wish he did a little bit better in the ring, but he, you yeah. know, he did what he could. Who's your, who's your favorite character? My favorite character is probably Hector, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nacho is a great character as well. You know what? My favorite side random character is the guy that took them on the boat to eat the eagle egg. Yeah, that's so gross. Dude, dude. There's a few. There's a few like gross out moments in this. I think like w- what they did when they made this movie is they like wrote the movie they wanted to, and then they're like, oh, for the kids, we'll like add fart sound effects sometimes. For, sometimes, like for yeah. Nacho. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you pull the laugh out of the kiddos, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think the egg was? Because it wasn't a real egg, but what do you think the egg was like made out of? Like, what do you think the props came up with? Oh man, I have no idea. Because it, it that could have was been like a vile. It could have been like a custardy thing. Yeah. Because custard can tend to be like really like that. Yeah. Um. But maybe it was a big ass eagle egg. You think Jack Black eagle, eagle like, eggs are definitely not that big? But. Yeah, no. But do you think Jack Black would go method like that? I feel like this is like a. Very... I feel like Jack Black would eat an egg for the sake of the the bit, the bit, for the yeah. sake of the art, <laughs> for the for the sake of Nacho Libre. Because that is just a beautiful long shot. Because then he turns around and like does his eagle dive into the so water. Good. And it does kind of give a, it does sort of give him powers. He just has to believe in the Lord with them. Yeah, because his yeah. final signature move is very reminiscent of a soaring eagle. No, because then you know, because then the 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 sister comes also so yeah it's, it's like the power, the power of love the, the power, power of the boner eggs. the power of god the power of eagle eggs like, yeah it's a combination of like literally anything all you need all you need i loved i loved the little bike he 
rode around in all the time. Yes. Like that had that was just filled with so much character. The town itself was like so like oddly desolate yet filled with life, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, that there's just like like wrestling is like the primary like source of entertainment. It seems. Yeah, yeah. And I also liked how I mean, it's fun when they when they take that first gig and they're they like get paid and they're really surprised because they lost. Yeah, and they're like we all split the profits, man. <laughs> they're like they the the, uh, the professional community might not have welcomed them with open arms, but the amateur circuit. It was they were all great people. Bro, they sure did make it quickly, though. They did in the rings, and they, they lost every single. They lost fight. every <laughs> bout. Imagine losing every bout. Like you start boxing, it like it, it, just imagine you lose like twelve fights in a row, and then you have to fight Mike Tyson, yeah. and you beat Mike Tyson, <laughs> and he and Mike Tyson runs away from you, <laughs> and you have to chase him down Bro. and beat him up. Imagine that. Imagine the Bro, world. He literally he glided to to the guy. He like did. he like soared through the air. Yeah. He was moving. Yeah. And that guy was oiled up too. He yeah. had to have that grip grip, you know? Man. Now he was just getting rubbed down and the guy was like you have the best arms. You have, you have the, the best, best legs. You have the best nose. Like <laughs> I love that. I also like how all the luchadors in this movie, like when they're pro, they just don't take the masks off. No, they're yet. just like out in public, like doing everything. Like they're going to bed in the luchador mask, <laughs> wearing they're, suits like, and shit. Yeah, yeah. I also like how resourceful Nacho was throughout this movie. Uh, he just doesn't give a shit about breaking things and uh, stealing, and stealing clothes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a favorite like Nacho oops moment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have two favorite Nacho moments, and I guess my number one being when he thinks the guy is dead. That's my favorite one. Yeah. That's my favorite he's one. Like, yeah. Is when he goes to perform Last Rites, and he clearly has no idea how to perform Last Rites. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, you're here. The girl's like, what? And then he puts the coins on size and everything. It just covers his face. Yeah. And then, like, this isn't, like, a nacho oopsie, but, like, when he has the money to get the salad and he squeezes the chips and blows them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sister, that's really good. I kind of wanted to see what he made for everyone else. Like, if he... He probably didn't make anything for the other brothers. Um... <laughs> But it would have been funny to see, like, them just get, like... Honestly, I would, too. I'd be like, fuck you, eat them refried beans, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. They've been talking so much shit about Nacho this whole time. <laughs> had diarrhea since Easter, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the most quotable part. Or the one when he's, like, uh... Oh, he's, like... Because anytime he stands in a doorway or leans on something, it's, like, a character moment. Yeah. Like, his ass sure. is out and his arm is always up, like, leaning on something. Yeah, I love it when he's showing off his toyed ass to yeah. the lady nun. What's her name? In this? Sister Incarnacion. Yeah. I really liked it when uh, when he was showing off his new hot pants to yeah. her. But, like, the, the the part I'm talking about is when he, they're, like, going to get the eagle eggs or, like, or uh, Steven's like, I know a guy who has eagle eggs or eagle eggs. And he's like, oh, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. I just wonder, like, Jack Black really took this man, and I don't think he is, like, native to, like, Mexico let's or anything. Let's look it up. Yeah, let's look it up. Um... But, uh, talk about your favorite fight while I look this up. My favorite fight was probably, um, oh man, my favorite fight. I liked the one where they were fighting those people that took the belts out and started beating the shit out of them. Like, they were doing fine (laughs) until the belts came out, and then they got schooled. Yeah, Jack Black is very not Mexican. Yeah, it says he's uh, of Russian, Jewish, and British-German ancestry. Very not so, Mexican. He really just took this by the balls. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, like, "We're gonna fucking this. go for it." 
Yeah. Um, different time. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he was born in Santa Monica. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a, a large community there that I'm sure you could pull from. <laughs> I bet still, like, honestly respect to Jack Black. It was funny when, like, because sometimes there were, like, Jack Black-isms that did come out. Honestly, and going back to, like, to, to you being like, how did this get produced? Um, Jack Black, baby. Jack Black was an icon at the time, still is an icon at the time. All they really had to do was just put him in the room in that luchador costume. Yeah. And there would have been one some producer that would be like, my kid would find this shit hilarious. I also have to assume that he did all of his own stunts, too. I don't know. Because, well, because, I mean, like, every every time he is, like, fighting, like, you can't replicate Jack Black's, like, body. And his movements. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Or they found, like, a really, really damn close, close one. match. Yeah. You know? It's still so, so, so impressive. Um, I also really like the uh, the, the side romance between uh, Steven and the, the the tunnel girl. I'm just going to call her yeah, the tunnel, I think tunnel he, girl. Yeah, I think she was the daughter of the, commi- of the manager of uh, – who was the gold mask guy? What was his name? Ramses. Ramses, yeah. 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 That was the daughter of Ramsey's manager. <laughs> and just, she was down bad. She was down she bad. She likes them skinny bitches. That was so funny though. How did you get up here? Secret tunnels. Yeah, <laughs> that was that might have been my favorite bit. Yeah. Like when he starts to run away and she starts crawling into the tunnel to, to beat him there. <laughs> that was really good. This just has such like the moment like every moment is utilized so well in this. Yeah. Um I can't you can't compare it to other comedies like I could watch this all day long. It was fun. I really it was could. Very like, this fun. Has, like, Did they make a Nacho Libre TV show? Did they? I don't think so. Look. I'm just going to look up Sequel. Sequel. No, but Jack Black wanted to do. To make another Nacho Libre? Yes. I don't know if it would be. Uh, if you were writing it, what would the plot too be? Much. Oh, I don't know. He. Uh, he could, like, get injured, and he has to train, like, that other kid that was really into him. Because enough time has passed. He could yeah. be, like, a young guy. So you do it, like... like a like a like a, like a Creed it would be like style. The, it would be, like, the Dark Knight Rises. Exactly. Where he's like, has no cartilage and has to train, but, exactly. like, the little kid is, like, yeah. Bane. Like, he never I, got adopted. I cannot fly no more. <laughs> or something. But he actually takes flight in this one. Ooh. Yes. He, like, he gets resurrected yes. on Easter Sunday. Yeah. And the little kid, like... He like he wasn't adopted, and but then he like got in with like the League of Assassins, so he's like an actual. <laughs> okay, so you're going all out on. I'm this. going all out. I on feel this. like your version of this is much different than my version of this. That's okay because I was pitching like a Rocky Balboa like like Creed sort of thing, yeah. and you're like Batman. I'm like I want explosions. Yeah, and my directed by Michael Bay. Extreme violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. What are some of your lasting thoughts? On some of my movie? lasting thoughts, very fun, very uh, very specific, you know? Yeah. They made a lot of, like, very clear choices with this one that were I th- I think were very fun. Um, yeah, good time. Honestly, good, good wrestling choreography, too. I thought it looked great. Yeah. If you're a fan of, like, wrestling in general, I think you would enjoy this movie. Yeah. You know? Also, it has maybe the realest depiction of getting friend-zoned ever in the last like minute and a half which of one's movie. that it's when like like they're looking at the sunset at the end after he beats ramses and she looks over at him and just gives him a thumbs up and he just gives the most like 
like the, the tiniest <laughs> little smile, and I'm like, there you go. No, but she was into she's into him still though. Yeah, yeah. She but keeps like, that little letter. It's about the faith though. Yeah, like, with she's that, like, which I, like, I can't. Yeah. yeah, I have to friend zone you for for my boyfriend for God. God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just like man, that's that's hella accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would he would have left that church immediately if she was oh like, for sure yeah yeah yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, Lasting thoughts for me, like yeah, it's uh, it's just a lot, a lot of fun, um, yeah. And really, I want to revisit movies like this more often because, like, Nacho Libre is the one I got into when I was like late high school, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is actually super fucking funny." And then I I haven't watched Napoleon Dynamite since I was a kid. Yeah, but like now I want to watch it because I feel like I would find. I've it actually hysterical. never seen Napoleon Dynamite. I couldn't tell you anything Never that once. happens in it. I know that there's like a interpretive dance. I know there's the llama loves. named Tina, yeah. Uncle Rico. Yeah. Like I know, and it's funny because I actually watched a little bit of the, the cartoon show when it came out. There was a cartoon show. Yeah, it was not received well. Ugh. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I, I don't think it it had very good ratings. I think they canceled it after the first season. Do you know what it's on? Or like I can't remember on? what it was on. It was either on like Adult Swim or Cartoon Network or okay something like that. Interesting, but I can't. I can't. It could have been like a an FX thing. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I can't quite remember. Okay, so um, want to do rankings? Let's do the rankings. Do the rankings. What would you rank it? Uh, I will give this uh an eight point three. Ooh, feels correct. Feels correct. Um, and that's out of uh, piles of refried beans. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a 7.8 out of 10 crunchy old chips. Crunchy Jesus chips. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, And then for my my B score, mmm, mmm, this is hard. I want like a, damn, I want like a big roast beef. That you can, like, give to a group of children that's just a little sweaty. And. Because <laughs> that's what they need when they're all sweaty. It's a nice pile of roast beef. Roast, sweaty roast You're beef. You're going to be great, Dad. I know I am. Here it is, buddy. <laughs> Get in here, boy. It's a fucking bucket. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a really big roast beef. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give, like, a catering tray of, of beef empanadas. See, yeah, you're good at this, man. Yeah, yeah, you're good. at You know, it. it's good for the it's good for the kids. Mm-hmm. It's good for the family. I think it's nice and hearty and filling. Fill your belly with laughter and some some empanadas. Love it, empanadas. Yes, and like a little bit of like a, like a limeade. A limeade. Everybody gets some like a little glass of limeade. Ooh, mm-hmm. is there ice in it? Oh yeah, yeah. A little bit of mint. What kind of cups are we using? Oh, they're like little. Uh, Little little glass cups, little glasses, little clinkers, little, little clinkers. Yeah, little clinkers. Those sound racist. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, okay, little... that sounds like a ro- like a robot slur. <laughs> and you know the the reason I say that is because in Star Wars, in the Clone Wars show, they call the droids clankers. Oh, so it is. So it is. It it's, is. It's a slur. It's it's sci-fi slur adjacent. Adjacent. You know, in like fifty-five years, you're going to be canceled. Yeah. When the robots are like... When all the clinks come after me. <laughs> you have offended the great mother. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Isn't cool. that what they called prison? Like the clink? 
Like you're gonna you, you got sent to the heard, clink. I've heard the slammer. The slammer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I've heard that. But like, I will look it up later. All right. If clink is a real slur, I apologize to those I may have. Offended. It is very close to to the one. to the robot. Yeah, to the robot community. I uh, apologize in advance. <laughs> uh, I will not be we very did, we, usable for. We hard didn't know labor, that you would be sentient. We had no idea. No. No. Even though you'd talked to us right at the beginning of this podcast. Yes, which was very scary. Ooh, and for that, on to our sponsorships. What do you want to have sponsor us, Alex? Let's see, because I'm trying to think of how I feel this week, how I'm feeling, Mm. what's going on. Mm. Um, I, I would like to be sponsored by Rollerblades. Because I'm sick of walking everywhere. <laughs> sick of it. You think your life would be easier if you could just roll? Yeah, if, if could I be could a rollerama. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, no. I want giant hamster wheels because that is actually rolling, and I can sit down and I don't have to move my legs at all. Would you use that on the sidewalk or on the street? Uh, both. I feel Damn. like yeah, just wherever I want to be. If someone's pissing me off on the sidewalk, I'm just gonna run them over. All the Brooklyn families would despise you. Oh yeah, he's no. back at it again. I'd be dead in a week, 100. <laughs> percent Um, but yeah, put me in the street too. I'll just have a bus, like, just shove me down. Oh, Any... like a little toe situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds nice. So, giant hamster wheel. Um, with holes in it, of course, so I can breathe. Mm-hmm. That's important. That'd be good. Um, maybe, like, a snack dispenser in it. That sounds good. Yeah, right? That sounds really nice. Yeah, just yeah. a giant fushigi ball. Nice. Yeah. What about a hamster you? guy. I want to be sponsored by a miniature golf course. I love miniature golf. I feel like no one that I love loves miniature golf. I want to go. I love miniature golf. You do? Luke, listen. We play a lot of Madden. You know how destructive I can be with my competitiveness. <laughs> if you put me on a miniature Jesus. golf course, like, I'll love it. But also, I will I will, I will, will break uh, the, the, the putter. Damn. I will break at least three of them. So I have people in my life that either don't love miniature golf or love it too much. To make it a viable pastime. It's a viable pastime. Uh, yeah, miniature golf, very fun. I haven't played in so long. There's a few spots in Brooklyn and in Manhattan that have some pretty cool themed options. Well, fuck it, let's go. So then. we'll have to go out. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to join us out on our out yeah on our bucket adventure? bucket of beef party? Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a big uh, bucket of putts. We'll do yeah bucket of putts, <laughs> bucket of balls. Uh, <laughs> We'll we'll do a big uh, miniature golf party for my twenty fifth. Yeah, that's what you want to do for your twenty fifth. Yeah, dude, why not? What do you actually want to do for your twenty fifth birthday? I have no idea. Not a clue. You haven't thought about it once. No, that's crazy. I no. You want a surprise party? A surprise party would actually be kind of cute. Yeah, but now it won't be a surprise. Oh, it'll be a surprise. Oh, you'll do it on like August twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or two weeks. Before. I showed him. We're gonna raid your bedroom. I'm gonna have all of your friends dress up like FBI agents. You know what? Actually, I want for my twenty fifth birthday. I want my plants to be revived. My plants got left on the windowsill while a radiator was on, and my plants are dying. And I'm trying to do everything I can. I also want to be sponsored by Plant God. Plant God, I beseech you, save my sons. What's yeah, yeah? What's the what's the the mother of Earth? Gaia, Gaia, yeah, Mother Gaia. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Um, I know you didn't ask me, but for my twenty fifth birthday, I yeah. What do you want to do? I I really I want to go to the beach. And I've said beach, go to baby. the Jersey Shore, but I want everyone to be there. You want to go to Atlantic City? 
What's in Atlantic City? A bunch of casinos and <laughs> sadness. <laughs> and beach. And beach? That's cool. I like being sad on the beach. At least it's like, you know, there's a view. Damn. Is it a good view? Do you know? I mean, it's Jersey. Okay. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also content with going to Olive Garden. Mm. And eating breadsticks until I have a heart attack. That sounds nice, too. Yeah. Hit up the Times Square Olive Garden. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's the end of our sponsorship. Yes. On to the next film. When the beef has come. And the grill is dark and the coals are no longer aflame. Do you like that? That was beautiful. A little off the cuff. Yeah. We're so good at improvising songs. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. What's what's this movie Stand By Me? Who who made it? Who's in it? What's it about? Is it any good? Sure. Uh, Stand By Me came out in 1986. And it's a movie about Gordy Lachance in his... Uh, in the prime of his life, which would have been, I guess, 12 or 13 years old, which is very sad. But uh, one of his friends discovers that there is a dead body uh, 20 miles away from this small town in Oregon. So him and his friends go on a long journey to find the body and ultimately... Um, gain fame. Gain fame, yeah, from finding it. While at the same time, uh, one of his friend's older brothers is also uh, trying to find the body. Uh, and that's pretty much the entire uh, synopsis. It's just a story of these uh, four friends going on a journey together. Yeah. Yeah. Exploring all their problems. All right. Forming so, bonds. So I've seen this movie and Luke has not seen this movie. No. Um, so, Luke, tell me what you thought. I thought it was a wonderful film. Um, I think it's interesting to me that it came out just a year after The Goonies. They're, both of those films are kind of like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. I think. Um, just sort of like coming of age stories and stories of adventure and camaraderie. Um, yeah, this, this is movie like the was pretty pretty brutal, honestly. Yeah, like this was real as hell, you know. Um, and I really appreciated that out of it. The chemistry between the four boys was stellar. It's the, the casting in general was great. Like the older boys were were wonderful too. I mean, the older boys were like definitely a bit more, you know. Uh, one-dimensional than mm-hmm. than the than the younger ones yeah um but it but i i like that because it, it kind of paints this picture of like like when when you're a kid you you have like those kind of hierarchies established by age mm-hmm. and like there's that fear that you have for, i was just having that for thought. people that seem so much older than you especially mm-hmm. n- and not even necessarily adults but like kids that are older than you they seem like untouchable and like yeah like way more powerful and older and wise than they actually are not necessarily wise i wouldn't go that far to say that that the that the baddies in this were uh very smart people no no. um just really shitty yeah this i mean it's watching it this time around it's it's been years since i watched it and just like that picture of boyhood i like I was like, wow, like that was kind of really what it was. Yeah. And just like, like, I think the moment I was like, wow, this really is it is when they're like, oh yeah. I mean, just say you're staying in my, in my backyard and that clears us for a couple days and we can do whatever we want. And those are the moments I was like, wow, man, 
That's yeah. so cool. And you're right, just painting that one-dimensional picture of not even just, like, the older kids, but the adults, too. And just having these feelings of, like, my parents don't want me. Fucking, these guys really suck. We're going to be famous. Um, or, like, man, like, I'm just going to take shop class because writing is stupid. Like, you know, like, um, yeah, I just, it's it's so, so good. Um, and also, me and Luke were just, like, gushing while we were watching it just over, like, River Phoenix. And, yeah, like so good. Like the, they were all excellent, but yeah. River especially was, yeah, just there was like, like a the type extreme of, emotion there was, and too. a type of like maturity there that was really yeah. impressive. I mean, what do you say to these kids on set? Like, you really got to give it, and they just do that. Like, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a matter of just talking to them like they're people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, kids can pull off a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Um. So, who is your favorite? My favorite character in this. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. Man, it, it's pro. It's probably Chris. Probably Chris. Yeah, Chris is probably my favorite, just because he has so much love for these guys, and he's really like, like he's a leader, but he's only really the leader just because he cares so deeply. Yeah, about these kids. Like it. It and it's interesting to see like how he handles himself as a leader in this film versus how the older boys gangs leader handles himself mm-hmm. where it's all just like me 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 and like he rules through fear yeah and like i'm better than you energy chris's leadership also is like like because they all just dick around their kids but like there are moments when like the other kids don't realize when something is happening yeah or like when gordy's upset and he's like yo shut up yeah, What's Chris wrong? is always ready to listen and to talk. Yeah. It's a good one. Very much so. And he died a good one. No. In the film. Oh, yeah, in the in film. The, yeah, 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 because yeah. he just gets, like, stabbed in the throat. Because he tries to break up a fight. Man. Yeah. Um, my I think my favorite, I mean, looking back now, I think is, is Teddy. I yeah. Think it's Teddy, yeah. Because he's just, like... Teddy's the one that, yeah, Teddy's the kid that got his ear burned. Yeah. Teddy's, Te- like Teddy's my close and, second. Like, yeah. And he's, like, so, like, war-focused, but, I mean, like, he's just so fun, and he's just the guy who is goofing the most. I was most like Vern. Yeah. As a kid, yeah. I was, like, the most bullyable for sure. I'm trying to think of who I was most like when I was a kid. I don't think I was necessarily Vern. I feel like you like a Gordy. The closest is probably Gordy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. Yeah. I could picture you, little Luke out there in hey. the wilderness. <laughs> gonna go find i'm gonna build cars i hate edgar Allan poe i'm gonna eat what was it cheerios with cheese yeah dude (laughs) i would have packed a shit ton of that just like a bag no dude in my life like one of my one of my friends would have brought like a bag of fruit roll-ups and i would have been like i've never had this much access to fruit (laughs) roll-ups in my entire life that's cool hell yeah two days without cod liver oil hell yeah (laughs) that sounds like a party hell yeah so there are there are a few really classic moments in this, like, and I want you to tell me what your favorite one is, but I'm just going to point out the ones that people are like, these are the scenes. The one where it's uh, Chopper, Sick Balls. Mm-hmm. That um, was good. The pie-eating scene, the train on the, when they're stuck Do on the Do I have to pick my tracks. favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but just, like, those are, like, the really big ones. Um, I'll rank them. Yeah, rank them. Number one's the train scene for me. 
Yeah. Really like the train scene, especially with Vern just fucking crawling across <laughs> the track. Like, they would have been totally fine if Vern just didn't pussy out. He was like, get your ass up! Yeah, if Vern would have just, like, walked lockstep with everybody else, they would have been fine. Like, who was it that got, was it Gordy that got stuck? Behind him. Behind yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah, like Gordy, and that's shit I would do. I would, I probably would have gotten myself in that situation too, because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to be too mean to Vern. <laughs> and I'd be like, come on, man. But I would have, like, just stayed behind to make sure the little guy was okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and when they have to, like, jump off, I thought they jumped into the water. I didn't realize that they just jumped onto fucking like into dirt. Into the gorge. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Um, Especially, like, when they're feeling, like, the rail line to, like, see if a train's coming. I can't yeah. remember which character does that. Gordy. Gordy it's Gordy that. that does it. Um, yeah, see, I would do that shit. Um, if I had to cross a fucking bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, my second favorite is the pie-eating scene. Uh, and honestly, my favorite part of the pie-eating scene is when um, when Teddy's like, I don't, like, where's the ending? Like, I don't like the ending. Yeah. And I love that part because it's, like, such a good story. And then there's, like, always that, like, one person who's, like, but it should can, be. Like, can it be something yeah, else? Like, it's always, like, there's always one person that's, like, but it should be stupider. You know? Yeah. Like, it yeah. should be worse. <laughs> um, And I just thought that was so funny. Um, Because Gordy's, like. Like, Gordy's almost not even offended. Like, he kind of is, but he's like, you're, like, the dumbest person <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. He he like, knew he knew that was coming. Like, like yeah. you can feel that he's done that Well, because he didn't really want to even say the story originally, too. Yeah, no. You know? Um, so that's actually probably true. He's probably, like, used to that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then my third favorite was the chopper scene. Chopper sick balls. Yeah, the chopper sick balls thing. Um, yeah, and chopper was adorable. Chopper, chopper was, was cute. very cute. Yeah. Yeah. I like the moment when he had to, when Gordy had to go to the store and he met the shopkeep and the shopkeep was talking about his dad, not his dad, his, his brother. brother. Yeah. And was like, you play football? And Gordy's like, no, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> he was like, that did sucks. they ever, did they ever awesome. reveal how his brother died in I don't, the movie? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Yeah. I could be wrong though. I feel like there might've been a moment. I feel like it might've been a car accident. Yeah. Maybe. Something. Um, but also, I'd like... Just... Yeah, they also, like, never exactly show where the mom goes. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, kind of inferred that the mom and dad split up. No, they're... Maybe. Or are they're, they together still? They're together. They're just, like... I think the mom is just very, like, distraught. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, But, like, I think the best, like, chain of scenes is, like, the, the fire pit. So during the, the pie-eating contest thing. Yeah. But my favorite scene, even when I was younger, I was like, this is hysterical. Is when they start talking about Goofy and Pluto. Yeah, that's really good. And there's like really the weird good. montage, and he's like, what the fuck is Goofy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that whole little, little, little piece was really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. And the, really yeah, fun. cause then you get like the, you get the moment with all of them like rotating with the gun. Yeah. Which is crazy that they like have that gun. They have, a they have gun. it on them. And they it worked out. They have kinda a needed 45. it in the end. Yeah. You know? To show that little bitch what was up. Bro, they were gonna kill Dude, they probably them. got fucked up later by those oh, kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they they tell the whole story at the end. They didn't, but, like, I would be stressed out for yeah, dude. years after that. Yeah. I really would be. I'd be like, these guys I are like, gonna show I like, up in my house. I, like, would have had to kill the, the boss guy. Yeah, you think to so? To just ensure, like, the chain of command crumbled. <laughs> you just cut off the head right Yeah, the... you know? 
It's 59. You're a white kid in Oregon. Maybe go to juvie for like two years. Jeez, I don't know. Louise. I mean, yeah, I guess. Depending on who the kid's dad was. I guess so, you know? yeah. But I feel like everyone. I probably maybe longer. But I feel if like If you everyone... straight up murdered someone as a child, yeah. but. But I feel like everyone in that town was like, yeah, Ace was a piece of shit. Like, he was. Yeah, honestly. He was awful. It seemed like the kind of town where, like, if you killed a certain person, like, people wouldn't give a shit. No. You're like, hey, that guy took off my mailbox. That guy fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck that exactly. Guy. The homeowners association fucking hated that guy. Yeah. They talked about him on, the, on like, the news afterwards. Yeah, like, exactly. Thank God. Little bitch Ace. <laughs> guess, what, guess what was coming to him? Uh. But yeah, so I mean, like at the core, man, this story is is so. As you get older, it like, it's it ages like wine. It really, does. it's really good. Yeah, it's like it, it's a great film for like everyone. And you know what? This kind of gave me like vibes of this. Kind of gave me like the outsiders vibes. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it, it feels like classic in that way, like a kind of, um, like a. I, I, not a celebrate, like an afterglow of like. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like. Of like boomer children. It's like you know the what I memory. Mean? Cause that's it's what they like, are. They're all like, like, they're all baby boomers. Yeah. You it's know? all trying to like get to the point of like, you will not have this again in your life. Yeah. And just like, enjoy it. It seems like those moments are so big and extreme and all that stuff, but like, like there's, there's not magic like your youth like that. You know what I mean? Cause the outside, I think the outsiders does that well. And then also, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, that's what it's so like. I watched this movie young, and I remember like the people who showed me that movie was like, "Remember this movie? I'm like, why? Remember this movie? Yeah. <laughs> remember this movie, son? <laughs> You're fucking like it. I think it was really sick. It's gonna make you fucking. I think it's gonna make you think it's quite something. Something. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And it's cool seeing Jerry O'Connell. I brought it up. I brought it to Luke's attention. I'm like, yeah, Vern, the bigger kid, was fucking Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell Kangaroo was great. Jack. Is he the first actor that we've had twice on the podcast? No. Who? Who's the? Who's the? Uh, Sam Rockwell. What else did we see? What else was Sam Rockwell in the? Three billboards in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I forget he was. Yeah. Yes, well, welcome to the club, Jerry. You're here with. Uh, you're here with Sam. And some very good company. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Jerry O'Connell also is like. Doing the voice of Superman for a lot of shit right now. Really? Like, he... That kind of makes sense. He has a Superman-esque, like, a Clark Kent-esque voice, I yeah. suppose. He's really he's really up there with, I mean, Corey Feldman. I don't... I don't. I mean, besides... Because he was also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, but Jerry O'Connell, John Cusack, Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, those are, like, the three, like, working, working actors. Yeah, yeah. Which is really neat. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, lots of love in this movie. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, emotions were great. Yeah. Um, well written, well acted, well yeah. directed. I'd be sitting behind that camera like, this is going to be fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so fucking good. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Uh, did I do score first last time? I think I did. You did. You want me to rate it? Yeah, you rate it. I'm going to give Stan Boy... Stan Boy. Stan Boy me. I'm going to give Stan Boy me a 9.2, I think. 9.2 that's think, super high i think i'm giving stand by me a 9.2 i knew you would fucking it's really good it like makes me feel like i'm watching like my dad's childhood basically my dad came a little later but um i thought it was really cool um yeah and that's out of uh out of 10 switchblades yeah yeah 10 switchblades mm-hmm uh yeah this movie ranks very high for me and like i mean i, co- I come back to it once every few years 
I'm glad I had a good reason to watch it this time, like that I got to be a part of your experiencing it. Um, I'm going to give it the exact same score. Um, it's not perfect. It's a quick movie, honestly. It is. It's a very quick watch, yeah. for sure. I mean, both of these movies were very quick, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Which is so cool. It's so cool. Short that movies that, are like, good. Storytelling can, like, be excellent and be quick, and it doesn't have to be, like, this big Over event all Over-bloated the time. and, yeah. And, yeah. like, self-absorbed. Yeah. You know? Very much so. Like, this movie was not self-absorbed at all. No. It was just like, this is the story. Yeah. I didn't realize it was based off of a, a, a Stephen King book. Yeah, no crazy. Idea. Stephen King, like, runs our, like, popular culture. Yeah, basically. our culture in general, yeah. There's going to be a lot about Stephen King in the in the U.S. history yeah, books. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, real quick, though, um, I had a question for you. Okay. So, like... They see the dead body and they kind of sit there. I mean, what like what do you think? Because I was thinking about it. Like, how do you think seeing that body affected those kids? I think it affected them a lot. Like, oh wow, like this life is short, and like we, we don't know when our last day is gonna be. Okay. Also, just the idea of like seeing a dead person like not at a funeral, like not all prepped. I think like I was thinking about this when we were watching this, and I think I might have brought it up when we were talking, but. There is no way that that body would look like that, would look as good as that body did. Yeah, no. It would be, like, bloated to shit. Like, there'd be pieces missing from it. Like Animals would have gotten to it. Yeah, animals would have gotten to it. Like, And to see that would have been, like, whoa. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. That's how you Like, this is scarring. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing that I... That's the one thing with this movie where I was like, kind of missed the mark there. Because this kid's been missing for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? And the the older boys saw it, what, like, three, four days prior or something? And it took them, like, two days to get to it. You know? That body's, like, not... It would not be be all there. That body's not gonna be looking hot. Eyes missing... (laughs) Guts out everywhere. Like, yeah. Yeah, no. It stinks so bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just had that question. I don't know. That was, like, burning for some reason. Um, so, beef score. I'm bringing it back to roast beef, but I'm making this, like, a like a roast beef sandwich. Like an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Ooh. Yeah. I used to have those Arby's, as a kid. Arby's, like, Arby's, <laughs> Arby's, 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 Onion, onion roll. Um, yeah, I mean, because I, re- I remember, like, I feel like going to, like, the water park as a kid, and then I'm like, fuck, I mean, randomly, I want Arby's. I want some curly fries. Yeah. It's like a real fuck it, fuck around and find out summer. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, yeah. Arby's roast beef sandwich for me. Nice. I'll give it, uh, I think also, like, another cold cut kind of sandwich type thing. I'm thinking, like, a... Like a middle school graduation, like a roast beef party platter, but like from a like from a good like from like the spot in town. Yeah, you know, from okay. like Moe's Deli Ooh, or something. Yeah, and he just like got the Italian bread toasted, buttered up, and you and got it's, like it's like simple. It's just like fucking. It's just like roast beef, provolone, like mayo. Yeah, that's it. And it's like it got like salt and vinegar chips and like. Kool-Aid. I was about to say, know? it's either Kool-Aid or lemonade in the big, like, yeah, cooler exactly. that you have to press the button and it's, like, paper cups exactly. and shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe is so specific. Both these movies, I just, man, this was a good week for these movies. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. I love Yeah, summer's coming, you know? Yeah, man. 
Or I guess spring. I'm kind of jumping the gun saying summer. but It's okay. It's nice out, man. It is. And, like, you know, it, it, like it's the encouragement to make memories yeah. for, for this last one. It's nice. And even, like, Nacho Libre, it's the encouragement to, to, to follow, uh, follow a dream, whether other people are supporting it or not. I think we have some good stuff this week. Yeah. Um, and that's a lesson for, for everyone. Yeah. Both those things. All right. I think that wraps up Stand By Me. I also – I agree with that. Uh, so – uh, just to wrap it up here. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook at the Bucket of Beef Show. You can also follow us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/BucketOfBeefShow. Uh, when you join the Patreon page, you'll be able to uh, have access to exclusive voting power on Moby Watch Next. You'll get early access to our newest episodes and reviews of horror movies, and access to our Last of Us review series. Again, our original score is by uh, our friend Freddie. You can uh, you can check them out at freddy.spaghetti on SoundCloud, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, and thanks again, as always, to Andrew Beggs for our beautiful, uh, our, our beautiful art for our page. Yes. Uh, those are the people that make it happen for us. Thank you guys very much. Uh, and then we're just going to shout out the patrons real quick. Yes, yes. Uh, my boy, Victor. New subscriber. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Thank yeah. you so much, Victor. We really appreciate you. Also, shout out to Julia. Uh, Dwight. Adam. Julia L. Dina. Brittany. Olga. Rick. Nicole. Nikita. And Nicholas. Nicholas. You as... can be my partner in the <laughs> ring any day, buddy. For, for as long as we do this, if we have a thousand patrons, eventually, we're not going to be able to do them all, but... Nicholas has to end this yeah, podcast. Yeah, if we ever every if we time. ever get enough money from this podcast, Nicholas is getting a plaque. Oh yeah, 100%. We're, we're getting Nick a plaque. Yeah. Uh cool guys. Thanks for joining us on the 13th episode of the Bucket of Beef show. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hudson. And we'll see you on the 14th episode. Gooby, bye-bye. Bye. What the fuck is Goofy? Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby. (laughs) Beef. Ew.